What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And this is a very special episode for me because I recently got back from presenting my first ever neurotyping certification in Nashville. It was an incredible weekend. I honestly cannot even put it into words how meaningful it was, just honestly beyond anything that I could have expected. The feedback from the 55 coaches, we had about around 20 people that came to the event. We had about 30 some that were on the live stream. Um, If you are a coach and you were not aware of this certification, that's because it was not made public. Uh, This was offered to uh, basically through like private invitation Uh, that was done intentionally. We wanted to keep the first group small. Um, This was hosted by NCI, the Nutritional Coaching Institute. Um, But this was my first ever certification on my methodology, my belief, my uh, just years of research and studying the human brain and how we can integrate personality psychology into nutrition coaching. So if you are brand new to my content, um, I am a firm believer that one size does not fit all when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to training, when it comes to creating a lifestyle to help you you know, get success out of your fitness. And the diet industry has bastardized nutrition. Honestly, it's just There's no other way to say it. The diet industry tries to make it all about like finding the one solution that works for everybody, uh, but that just doesn't work. It didn't work for me in my own personal journey. It has yet to be successful statistically. uh, 95% of diets fail. That number is actually getting worse. So we have more information. We have more access to information than ever, and yet we are seeing the results move in the opposite direction. So I am a firm believer that who you are as a person has a dramatic impact on the type of training, the type of nutrition, uh, the lifestyle approach, the habits, your behavior. Basically, we have to lean in to your unique individual traits, your likes, your dislikes, your personal preferences, your work, your you know social life, all these things that are unique to you That means everything when it comes to creating dietary success and dietary freedom. And the really cool thing about this weekend is that now 55 other coaches are going to be certified in this methodology, which means that the message is going to change because we have more coaches who are going to be preaching individualization and understanding your personality as a vehicle to creating better adherence, better consistency, better results. And we don't have to listen to all of the noise in the diet industry about how you have to do things one way and you have to restrict and you have to eat less and you have to move more. All the bullshit that's perpetuated right now, we are, this was a huge step in the right direction for changing the way. Uh, changing the message that is perpetuated in the space. And so we're adding to that army. Um, Like I said, it was private invite only. We wanted to keep it small, intimate. Plus, with everything going on right now with COVID, we were not sure 
what we would be allowed to do and how we'd be able to pull it off. But we made it happen. Uh, we did it in the most safe, you know, way that we possibly could. And you know, unfortunately, there there weren't that many people that could come in person, so that was the only drawback. But it was really a powerful weekend. Um, the next certification, if you are a coach and you're interested, the next one won't won't be until early 2021. Um, but I highly recommend. Uh, you know, getting on the wait list for that because it will be a much bigger event and it will be offered publicly. So not just private invite. But anyway, that is not the point of this episode. What I really wanted to talk about was the fact that we are making giant strides in um, helping people understand, helping you understand that you are not a number. You do not fit inside a box that somebody is trying to place you in. And it's so unfortunate because that message has been hammered home like over and over and over again. It's it's relentless and and when you hear it, you start to believe it. And then when you start to believe it, it becomes your internal dialogue. So you think it's your own idea. So you start to say things to yourself like I can't eat this. Like I can't eat fruit. I can't eat carbs. I can't eat after 7 p.m. I can't eat before 11 a.m. And you start to say these things to yourself as if they're truth which it's literally just a thought that was placed inside your brain by somebody else. And the message has just been repeated over and over and over again that you start saying it and then you start believing it and then you start acting in accordance with that thought. So it literally becomes your reality. And when you do have a carb or a piece of fruit or some food after 7 p.m., Now you've gone against that restriction, that rule that you've placed upon yourself or that's originally was placed upon you that then you took on as your own rule and now you feel like you're letting yourself down. Now you feel like you're a failure because you went against this arbitrary rule that doesn't actually mean anything. But that is what we're up against in the diet industry. That is the messaging that is sent out there Um, and it's it's. Relentless. That's the best way to describe it. It's never ending. So, um, especially if you are, you know, somebody who grew up and there was pressure on you to be a certain size or a certain weight or to look a certain way. Well, now all of a sudden you've been hearing that message for 10, 20, 30 years nonstop, sometimes longer. At some point, it's going to seep in. At some point, it's going to become your reality, your internal dialogue. And so, The point is that we have a large mountain to climb and we have to sometimes uh, undo or reframe decades worth of self-limiting beliefs, of, of stories that aren't based in truth or fact. And we have to rewrite those stories. We have to go back and edit those stories. We have to challenge those stories. We have to look at what part of this story is not serving me what part? What, what does the evidence say? Uh, and, and it was interesting because over the weekend, somebody asked the question while I was presenting as to like, what does that process even look like when somebody has a self-limiting belief that is hard for them to, you know, maybe they're first, are they aware of it? But second, once they are aware of it, then how do we break that down? And so this is, this is the process that I go through. Um, obviously, the first step is awareness. So if you are not aware, um, how do we create awareness? You know, things like journaling and, and just like meditation, reflection. Um, let's assess what's currently going on and, and look at 
daily habits and actions and, and which, which ones are serving you and which ones would you like to replace or, or do you feel like there's anything, have you ever actually taken the time to analyze like your, your day to day and think about what, what are these actions that aren't serving me? Um, do they exist? If so, what are they? And just becoming aware. Once you're aware, um, we get to kind of look at the thought pattern that's associated with them. And then we get to look at what is the evidence to support that belief and what is the evidence to oppose that belief? And the thought or the, the process doesn't mean that we're ignoring those thoughts or that we're trying to brush them off and just say, yeah, I know that I felt this way or thought this thing, but I'm just going to brush this to the side. It's actually the opposite. We want to accept and acknowledge that those thoughts and feelings are real. Like, yes, this is real. I feel this way. I thought this thought, I, I you know, and it's I'm accepting it. I acknowledge it. It's here. It's very real. But from there, once we've, you know, addressed it, now we want to come up with evidence to support it and then evidence to oppose it. Like what is the actual evidence that this thought that I'm having is true? And we can actually outline it and we actually can write it down and say, you know, here is the evidence to support this. Here is the evidence to oppose it. Most of the time what happens is that there is a huge list of things to go against that limiting belief. Most of the time, it's just, oh, I actually have been telling myself this thing for a really long time, but it's not based in fact. So a super common one, just to give a concrete example, is like, I suck at dieting. This is something I used to tell myself. I always fail at dieting. I can't stay consistent with dieting. That's a self-limiting belief that many of us have. That's one that I had for the better part of a decade, really. And when I went to assess what was true about that, the only thing was that I've tried certain diets that weren't successful. But what was the proof that I, as a person, suck at dieting? Well, then when you actually get into the details of it and you look at the diets that I was trying, was it me or was it the diet? So you actually really have to challenge the thought. Is it, you know, is it me or can we take a look at what I was trying to do? So when you come at it from an objective standpoint, all right, well, is it easy to eat 1,200 calories a day as at the time as an over 200-pound male? 1,200 calories a day, that is really fucking restrictive. So no, that is not very, uh, very likely. So all of a sudden, that narrative is no longer holds up. It's not that I suck at dieting. It's that I did a really restrictive diet that was not in my best interest. Okay, cool. Like, what was the other thing that I tried? You know, and, and there's a million different protocols that I went through um, that I could do the same thought process. And it always ended up with the same conclusion that the evidence was against my belief that I just sucked at dieting. It also allowed me to come at it from a perspective of I know now, having gone through that exercise, exactly what not to do. This was the best possible lesson in all the ways that I should not be dieting. So, you know, all of the like restriction, all of the rules, all of the like when you can eat, what you can eat, just the more parameters that I placed on myself, the more difficult it was to adhere to, which makes sense. Uh, you know, if you tell me that I can't eat something, of course, that's all I'm going to think about eating, even if it's something that I don't really like. 
it's the same thing with like eating, you know, a certain time. I, I can't eat after eight. And then all of a sudden nine o'clock runs around and I'm hungry, but it's like, well, I can't do this thing. Um, my brain is just going to tell me why that's not true. It's going to, it's going to think about the thing that I'm telling it, it can't have. So that's another just, you know, basic human psychology, cognitive bias. Like we, you, you can't just tell yourself all the things that you can't do. Uh, you want to come from a place of empowerment of things that you can do. But the bottom line is that as you assess these, these thoughts, these you know, self-limiting beliefs, it becomes very apparent that the evidence is stacked up against that belief, that, that there's actually not a lot of evidence to support that narrative. Now all of a sudden we can reframe it. So instead of me looking at it as, oh, I just suck at dieting, I reframe it and say, I've done a lot of diets that have taught me exactly what not to do. And, you know, this is really the coolest part of what happened this weekend was seeing so many coaches with like the light bulb moments connect the dots between like why certain things have worked for certain clients and not for others. Um, And just being able to have those aha moments of like, this makes so much sense why when I tried this certain protocol with this particular client, it didn't work. When I tried it with this particular client, it did work. Um, And it was literally just like one light bulb moment after another. Um, And so I am like beyond grateful and excited about the future of the industry and where we're going and just having more coaches who are equipped to understand the individual nuance that true coaching takes, that it's a collaborative effort, um, how to communicate, how to you know team up with your clients to come up with the best path forward that you both feel really good about. Um, it's coming from a place of empowerment, from education, from you know understanding you know personality type, understanding individual needs. Uh, the the after this weekend, I can tell you that the nutrition coaching space got a lot better, and this is not me tooting my own horn. This is me being super passionate about just eliminating and drowning out the the noise of the diet industry that's so damaging. Um, I've seen too much psychological damage, too much physiological damage to accept that this is just the norm, that this is just what we're okay with. Um, And it still happens and it's not slowing down, which is why we kind of have to fight fire with fire. We have to equip and arm as many coaches with these tools as as humanly possible um, because of the fact that the diet industry is well-funded and and brilliant in their marketing efforts. So that message is just, it's just relentless. It's not going to stop. So we have to do our part in getting other coaches to the point of knowing exactly how to assess each individual and how to write personalized prescriptions that match the way that that individual thinks, that matches their their brain chemistry, their lifestyle, their likes, their dislikes, personal preference, you know, social life, work, like all of these different variables and understanding how to piece it all together to come up with a lifelong solution, to create dietary freedom so that, you know, when you go through a coaching program, you feel empowered to have, you know, that solution for the rest of your life. It's not a, it's not a quick fix. We're not ripping the bandaid off. We're giving you the tools to succeed for life. Um, and so we took a huge step this weekend and I just wanted to share a little bit about that, uh, because it, it has been 
humbling. It's been surreal. It's been overwhelming. Uh, the amount of feedback that I've received, that the testimonials that are still coming in, people who uh, it was it was actually one of the best moments that I will literally never forget this moment in my for the rest of my life because this was my first certification. But when I got to my last slide and it was like officially you know the end of my presentation end of the end of the certification um, people were literally moaning because they didn't want it to end and then they you know started chanting one more day uh, because they wanted more they were soaking up the information and that moment is like forever burned into my mind I will never forget that but um so if you're listening and you were there, thank you. If you're on the live stream, thank you. Um, if you're a coach and you want to get into the next certification in 2021, um, there will be a wait list. This will be open to the public, so you don't have to worry about being on the inside. Um, it's not just going to be private invite like this last one was. You can always just DM me and let me know, and I'll make sure you get on the on the uh, wait list. But uh, yeah, it was incredible. And for you, if you're listening... This is a huge step in the right direction, but I just want to leave you with this one piece of advice or just reminder, because if you do listen to me, you probably already know this, but I want to reiterate the fact that your success cannot be found in somebody else's plan, that you are not somebody who fits into a box. You are not a data point. You are not just a number. You are a dynamic and unique individual and your coaching program, your nutrition should be treated as such, should be um, you know, built around the individual variables that make you who you are. Don't be afraid of it. Lean into it. Lean into who you are. And that is uh, the, the massive step that we took because more coaches are going to be equipped with the ability to do exactly that. So thank you guys again. I appreciate it. Um, if you enjoy this episode. I know a little bit different than, than the normal style, but I wanted to reflect a little bit on the weekend and just share a bit with you guys. So I always love to see who's listening, um, who's resonating. So if you can just take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And as always, I'll talk to you very soon.